Welcome to another episode of Den Excelsior. It's the live weekly podcast discussing the latest happenings in Marvel across all media. Uh, though don't worry, um, we're not total fanboys, even if it may look like we are. Uh, if, it's a, if it's related to superheroes in any way, there's a good chance it's on our radars. Uh, and don't forget, this is also a chance for you to pick our brains with any marvelous trivia or confusions you may have. Uh, this episode is being recorded on the evening of Friday, uh, the February 26th, 2021. My name is Dennis, and with me is my distinguished nerd panel. Uh, first up, uh, he loves superheroes enough to tattoo them on his body, Frank. <laughs> hey oh, Check that out. Oh, nice. That? I'm sure you've got some Marvel ones on there too, right? Yeah, but I had to take off my shirt. Nice. So, so let's wait for the after we'll, hours. We'll wait. Yeah. We'll wait. We'll yeah. wait. Um, okay. Uh, and next up, uh, he's our producer uh, who was uh, recently devastated by Daft Punk's breakup. Ricky. Hey, it's been a Hi. rough, rough week. Is it rough? Yeah. How long has Daft Punk existed? Most of your life? Uh, I think tw- a year longer than me. So 27, 27. Wow. Wow. So, well, you'll catch up a long time. Yep. Sorry about that. And then uh, we do have a special guest. And also the reason that I'm uh, recording this from a different room, uh, we happen to share the same uh, home. Uh, Our special guest is our show's biggest fan and top commenter. And she's also an artist and lifelong, my lifelong Patreon subscriber. It's my wife, Lindsay. Hello. Welcome. I see everyone on this side of the camera. And like, yeah. Ricky, you look very upset. I have to say, <laughs> are you okay? Daft Punk. <sighs> He's got I the red know, lighting. Man. He's dealing with a lot. I know. I feel it's, like. You know what's like, funny? It's like, Daft Punk bought him that room. I wake up like at like eight o'clock every day, right? And my friends in Texas, we all have like a group chat. And I, I woke up and immediately checked my phone and I just see the list of messages like, oh, no, he's going to wake up and see it. I don't know if he should tell him. And then I look uh, and that's how my week started. But, and then as you can see, we've already got we've already got people in the uh, in the comments, by the way. Sorry to interrupt you, Ricky. Uh, we've got Selena asking uh, one saying hi to Lindsay and then hi, also Selena. and then also asking Frank. How many superhero tattoos do you have? Just two, but once I uh, once the world opens up again, I plan to get another one. I want to get like a pinup of uh, Rogue on my forearm. I think that'd be cool. Wait, what's your second one? The, uh, death, Death from the um, Marvel series. Oh, cool. Yeah. Thanos is love. Yeah, that'd be Did cool. To to get, like, Thanos on my back, just being like. Mm-hmm. I have like Sandman Death somewhere <laughs> over there, but I don't think you can see her. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, that's just a reminder, you know, like, uh, Selena, thanks for, for reaching out, but anybody else who's watching, we're here, we'll be answering questions the whole time. 
and just saying hi whenever. So feel free to chalk if you know. We'll try and find a good spot to interrupt in there to get to get you guys addressed. Uh, and then, uh, hey, we have you know a fun show in general planned for today. Uh, we promise to talk about Wandavision episode eight. But before we dive into that, we've got some news and rumors to discuss, and also stick around after for. We'll just, we'll check in real quick on that multiverse bingo. Uh, it's not looking good. No, it's, it's not great. Hey, I still love the, the the idea of multiverse bingo. It was actually given to us by Lindsay, uh, mm-hmm. but it, it's I think we we tried a little hard. Uh, I'm excited to do the next round of it for Falcon and Winter Soldier when that comes up. Yeah, uh, I think we're going to be prepared. Yeah, we're going to do some changes on it. Uh, but uh, why don't we get to the news, Ricky? Do it. Oh, I just realized. Sorry, Ricky. Wait, what? Was that good? He did good. He did good. (laughs) Ricky did great. Ricky, you did great. I'm screwing it up. We didn't. I got so excited by having the comment already and stuff. We didn't even get a chance to talk to Lindsay, our guest, uh, nope. just to see. Just yeah, see, we were being rude. We're, I was so being rude. rude. <laughs> we're being, but you did you a really good job, Ricky, and you should probably yell at Dennis now. Ricky, Ricky, not, I mean, no, Ricky, that was awesome. This one's on me. The I'll first time one. Ricky does a good job, and this he is did. this is how he's thinking. Hey, okay, now you're making it a little weird. <laughs> making it a little I mean, weird. we could we could run it back. Just really pile on him. We'll run it back. You know what? In post, I'll cut it all out. I'll cut it out. I mean, yeah, we don't, we I, we're we're live. We don't do anything in post. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Lindsay. Before we move on, let's let's just talk really quick about. I mean, you you were our uh, producer on the Star Wars podcast that for the Mandalorian. Um, but what is, what is your relationship with Marvel? I mean, other than being married to me, who constantly tells you about Marvel stuff when you don't necessarily want to hear about it. Mm. Uh, I mean, that is a lot of it, (laughs) 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 to be honest. Um, so yeah, I was actually introduced to Marvel pretty early on. Like when I start first started becoming curious about comics, I think when I was in middle school, Um, but like, honestly, I'm probably aging myself here, but at that time it was not a very female friendly world to play in. That is Uh, not a very, that is not dating you at all because that's pretty much, uh, at least 50 years of history of comic books up until the last maybe 10 years. Basically you could be somewhere between 80 and like 15, maybe I'm thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, sorry. That was just funny. I was like, "Wow, you're expl- you're mansplaining." That was. Oh no no! You're two for two today, Dennis. Got it. Got accused for mansplaining. Got it. Oh no! Gotcha. We're gotcha. Well, gotcha. This was a great show, guys. Thanks for watching. Den Excelsior. Hi. Um, no, 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 no. Sorry, I I always tease Dennis like this, so don't don't worry, don't take it seriously, folks. But um, yeah, so it wasn't didn't feel like a very female friendly world to play in at the time. Like it was it was pretty difficult for me to find comic books that I could enjoy and had rich female characters in it. Um, And then in addition to that, like just going into a comic book shop, like didn't feel very welcoming. Um, But I really love comics. um, And the way that I kind of got into them was going to bookstores, and I would just like sit on the floor and pick out every single trade paperback that looked interesting, and I would just read them. 
like right there in the bookstore. So that's kind of how I got introduced to Sandman. Um, I really liked a bunch of manga. Like actually I used to love uh, Rama one half. Um, and then I was also really into the indie comic world. Like Craig Thompson was always one of my favorite um, writers and artists. Uh, but then I always kind of had like a little bit of an issue with Marvel and superhero comics in general. Sorry, it was um, sports comment. You... I wasn't laughing at you. I wasn't laughing at you to this Clark. He said, he said Dennis got wife splained. Oh yeah. Sorry. I Dennis gets wife splained all the time. Right. Dennis. <laughs> I don't even know what's gonna it's happen gonna be, like after this. This is gonna be a great episode. I just I, I don't mean to mansplain, but I just want to remind you that the question was what is your relationship <laughs> with Marvel comics? So just waiting yeah. for that answer. Yeah, I'm getting there. So I was just there. saying, um, yeah, I, I kind of like didn't feel the Marvel vibe for a long time, but then you introduced me to a lot of characters and storylines that I had overlooked. You curated a lot of comics for me. Like, I think one of the first ones you had me read was um, the Echo storyline, which I loved. And then that really just kind of like got me back into it. I got really curious about the characters. Um, you have this collection of Marvel Legends, and that was my entry point to a lot of characters. So I feel like I actually know a fair amount of weird, obscure characters and storylines now. Yeah. Um yeah, and I really enjoy the MCU, and I've seen like all the movies. Mm -hmm. Nice. Oh, you. I noticed that, that a lot. A lot, <laughs> lot of my uh, female friends that are interested in comics, like they get into the indie scene first, and then they kind of work their way into like the main, more mainstream stuff. And yeah, I grew up in the Bay Area too, and so like the indie scene there is also nice. really vibrant, really rich. Um, there's the Alternative Press Expo that was there for a long time. I was really into like. I'm probably pronouncing his name wrong. I never pronounce it right. But Yonan Vasquez and like the whole um, slave labor graphics scene, which is yeah, in yeah. San Jose. So it's a thing. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, well, I think, Ricky, do you want to get a second chance? You want to play the video again? Uh, I think unless Lindsay has more to share about Marvel or right. anything else she wants to talk about. <laughs> no, I'm good. do it. We Don't can check really quick. Ricky. How's uh, Ricky, uh, Frank? How are you doing before we get on? Before we move on, I mean, doing great. Sad news aside of the of Daft Punk splitting, it's been an okay week. It was really nice weather weather wise. Just chilling at home. Everywhere I go, I just see Ultron everywhere. <laughs> I'm not giving up, man. I'm not giving up. <laughs> yeah, I just I, I just see him any, anywhere I look. I feel like he's always. What there. is that? Is that a what kind of Ultron figure is that? By the way. I don't, a figure? I don't understand what you're. I don't know what you're asking. I saw Ultron. He's there. You can't lie to me. He's uh, there. It's a Disney Infinity. Oh, it's oh, Disney he's cool. One. That's cool. Did they ever make a toy what box a Ultron? Oh, he looks cool. I don't know. But they'll don't eventually. They'll eventually make all of them. I think. Honestly, That's like cool. I love the Disney Infinity um, figs. They're, yeah, they're really, really cool great. looking. Yeah. yeah. I watched um, clips of Age of Ultron throughout the week. And I never realized that his cheeks in that movie like come in and out. Yeah, well, the old idea was he wanted to be human, right? But he also wanted to destroy the humans. That's it's a very weird contradiction. Yeah. Yes, he wanted to destroy the humans to replace them, right? Yes, but so he but wanted to start like with the puffy, puffy cheeks. But he wanted to still be like them. Yes. Yeah. All right. Our, our glowing red eyes and the puffy <laughs> cheeks. I, th I think we can do the news. It's cool.
Alrighty. Um, this one is for Dennis. And was, did you watch this too, Frank? The Deadpool 30th anniversary stream? I did not. I wasn't invited by uh, Marvel Unlimited. That's because um, you don't have Marvel Unlimited Plus, bro. Oh, I got minus, actually. Marvel Unlimited minus. You got to have the plus. So, no, but seriously, just uh, I use Marvel Unlimited Plus. Um, honestly, like, I don't read all the time, but I, I read my comics maybe like, you know, when I do, I try and make the most out of paying for. Man, Ricky's just going right into it. Uh, Ricky's just going right into it. I'm just going Ricky. to the, the main screen. Okay. Slow him down. Somebody Ricky. stop him. Ricky, the slides are so fast. That's the end screen. That's the finishing. That's the last screen of the whole. I panel. mean, <laughs> Clark, Clark, back to Lee Field. You went too fast. Any, anyways, Marvel Unlimited Plus invited me to a, a special event. Uh, it also invited our our uh, our former uh, guest Clark uh, to watch, uh, and it's basically just because we pay an extra thirty bucks a year to get. I get a free Marvel le- or I get an extra Marvel legend out of it exclusive. And then sometimes I get invited to events when comic cons used to be a real thing. We would get invited by Marvel to go. It was usually to some giant marketing scheme. that would just like make you feel kind of special by giving you some swag, but then they'd shove a bunch of stuff in your face and say, buy this, buy this. Um, that's <laughs> what this Deadpool thing kind of was, uh, so they were charging for it too. It was like twenty bucks if you didn't have plus. Oh, wow. So That's I don't know how many I don't know how many people paid, but like considering all the panels we've gotten during this quarantine for the last year, like that were free, it was weird to see one that was paid and be no different. The only thing bonus, I guess, is that uh, you know a, a very excitable Rob Liefeld was there. Uh, you can you debate or, or, you know, speculate why he was so excitable. Um, <laughs> but he was there. And, and and I think the thing that I liked the most about it, even though it was it was mostly just like, you know, a series of like Comic-Con style YouTube panels where people were talking about the history of Deadpool through the last 30 years. Uh, but the Rob Liefeld part uh, amused me because – uh, you know, full disclosure, I freaking hate the guy. I think he sucks oh, as an artist. I just I just don't like him. You know, I, I don't I don't think he's uh, particularly should be included in the the, you know, graduating class of artists that he he is associated with, like Jim Lee and Todd McFarlane and Wills Pertaccio or Pertaccio and. You know, like uh, there's a lot of really great artists that came out of that era. And Rob Liefeld is like the shittiest one of them all. And uh, there, we, I mean, we can put evidence up there of it. <laughs> like it's not it's not hard to find a bad – people, if you don't know, Google Rob Liefeld Captain America and you're done. That's it. Like um, We've showed it on the show before. <laughs> I, yeah, but the guy's notorious – The guy's notorious for not, you know – not drawing feet and drawing really just horrible proportions and stuff like that. And but 67 like, teeth. Yeah, 67 <laughs> teeth, you know. But like Our the thing – man. Feet are hard. But the thing about him is like he's like super rich now because he happened to design characters that are super famous. And the, th- the only thing I really liked about this whole panel is I got to learn that Rob Liefeld basically had very little to do with all of the aspects that – people like about Deadpool nowadays. 
other than his actual visual look. You know what I mean? He Are didn't you talking about like the fourth wall and the pansexuality and stuff like that. Okay, that so, stuff for sure he didn't have anything to do with. But he didn't. <laughs> even, he didn't even name him uh, Wade Wilson. No, oh. that wasn't even him. I didn't know that. Until he told me. I did not know that. That's interesting. Uh, that was a later artist. I think uh, it was. It was during. Uh, I think Fabian Nicieza and and uh, Ed McGinnis, and I think there was another uh, another writer in there also. Um, but yeah, it was a later it was a later group of of creative team that started creating all this extra story and and giving Deadpool the you know the the manic personality and all the all these. Yeah. And to me, I was like, okay, that's cool because I honestly don't love reading Deadpool comics or anything like that. But I can respect him and the character because, or the character because I like, I like pretty mm-hmm. much anybody in the Marvel universe for different reasons, you know. So I, it was fun to see that. That was it. But it was really one of my biggest now. pet peeves is Deadpool cosplayers at Comic Con. Oh yeah, they just annoy the hell out of me. I, I agree. I don't know. I, Deadpool uh, and Waldo. Let me refrain. Let me refrain. The Deadpool cosplayers that are in full Deadpool character. Because I feel like it's a very hard thing to pull off for mm-hmm. it to be funny. I yeah, enjoy the enthusiasm. Never funny. I but enjoy like, the enthusiasm of anybody who goes to a convention and dresses up. Uh, yeah, but just because it's not funny point, to though. you, it doesn't mean it's not arguments. funny to them. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not about entertaining you, Ricky. It's about did they get joy out of doing it? You know what I mean? Okay, now, now, now I'm on a uh, team. Team Miller. Um, I'm yeah. on Dennis and Lindsay's side on this one now. Like I'm not going to convert me. I'm not going to guilt somebody for liking something, you know, like if somebody wants to get a green lantern tattoo on their finger, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to pick on him for that. You I, know support, I, mean? I support, I support joy and fandom and cosplay. If they, if they get a punisher tattoo though. Oh, I need yeah. to get that next on my back. Well, what do they mean by that is my question. <laughs> my, my, my big, my like, big, what are they trying to say? When, when they have green lantern tattoos, everyone that sees me wants to touch our tattoos like together. And it's always like weird. <laughs> So if I get yeah, a puncture tattoo like on my back, I, I hope they don't want to touch touch back. A lot of different people it's are going like, to want to touch it. Yeah, it's like the <laughs> one time I went uh, cosplaying to Comic Con. It's like oh, a lot yeah. of flowers, and everybody wanted to like hug me. I was just like, "This is not for me." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, same. We I do a Daft Punk cosplay, like and one time that we did do it, it literally took us an hour to move across the convention center to a point where you have to go to the bathroom. And then that becomes super stressful. Cosplayers, yeah, so. I have deep respect for your craft. Yes, yes. <laughs> deep, deep but, respect. By the way, Clark is in the audience and he was mentioning that he did like the sketches they showed. And uh, yeah, that was something. Uh, I mean, you know, Rob Liefeld deserves to be a big fan of the character he created for sure. He had a lot of cool stuff like like showing the original sketches and like and and like the original storyboards he would do. And God, they were trash. They were trash, but like it was really cool to know that like from that trash, he could make less trash. You know what I mean? Like he, <laughs> he really he could he could make he could make things look better than the original one. So so art, artist artist later on uh, took his sketches and then recreated his feet. Yeah. Like they. OK. Yeah. It's kind of like how, you know, like uh, uh, in law enforcement, they could take a person's skeleton and then recreate like the actual face <laughs> or like an estimate of what they should look like. Yeah. That's what every artist after Deadpool did for, for that character. 
Uh, yeah. Cleanup artist. Yeah. Oh. Yes. <laughs> well done. Uh, and now I'm never, I'm going to be like blacklisted from Marvel Unlimited plus yeah, events for sure. Yeah, are you're we, not are we done allowed to go to any more. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Just don't stop. Next, wait until your work, next please. cameo from Rob. What if you like? Oh yeah, we'll buy, you know, it was in the same room. <laughs> I know you, Dennis. Dennis got a cameo for his birthday from Rob. I didn't want one from. Rob. I bought it ironically. It was me and another friend of ours, Oliver, actually a guest, and I we war- thought it would I be hilarious. Folks, but I still, I still paid in. I paid in. Mm. Oh, you paid. Oh, you paid in too. Oh, oh I paid in. I'll, yep. I'll pay Game again. On you. I know. I know. What else we got on news? Next up, super quickie, um, but that Modoc series finally yeah. coming out in uh, May. I did, oh, not sh- I, I did not show this one to Lindsay. I'll show you later the trailer. It's uh, it's Patton Oswalt. Yeah, it's Patton Modoc. Oswalt is Modoc. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't always stay up to date. Uh, I'm a little bummed <laughs> that, that the, the trailer was like two days old, I think. I'm bummed that yes. they're going like a comedy route, but at the same time, like it's Patton Oswalt. I mean, he's a Modoc. he's a comedic character, right? Like, he's no, a- he's not. But but the people like to make fun of him a lot. Marvel likes to make fun of him a lot internally. I mean, and Patton Oswalt is a good actor, though. Honestly, like he can do serious roles and stuff. If but he does, I, pro- so I, I promise. Mean- I promise the show is not serious. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like it's like claymation. It's like has, claymation. Uh, right, ben, ben Schwartz and uh, Beck Bennett are also in that. Uh, ben Schwartz, Sonic the Hedgehog. We were just watching that today. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's a great movie's better than it needs to be. Hey, we're not we we're not here to hate it. Yet. I'm yeah, like halfway through. <laughs> I love it. I love that movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Or not yeah. great, but I mean, for a video game movie, it's awesome. <laughs> for, a, for a Flash movie, it's awesome too. <laughs> All the best ones. Ouch. Burn. Yeah. All righty. We had a lot of MCU stuff. You know what's this bummer? Week. You didn't even have a picture for Modoc on that one? I didn't get a we picture didn't... of the actual show. I just had the logo. Oh, did you? Okay, you did show I it. couldn't find any, like, screen screen caps. That's okay. All right. What's your MCU, up, MCU update? There's quite a bit, so I'm going to read them off, okay? Go. All righty. So, actually, this is all stems because Feige's doing another round of interviews. Uh, I think i forgot it's what other, prep. it's probably to promote winter soldier there was there was some other event though but yes weeks, all the prep for winter soldier so miss marvel has concluded filming or it's going to wrap up filming soon she hulk is going to start shooting uh in a few weeks along with uh oscar isaac's moon knight who i i don't even think they've even confirmed he's coming on that show but apparently everyone else says he's coming on the show i think they have confirmed it I thought Ethan Hawke was the only one that's oh. officially come out. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. No, Ethan Hawke is confirmed to be on the show for, for sure. Moon Knight? Yes. Or? Uh, for uh, Moon Knight. Uh, he is Moon Knight. Ethan oh, wait, Hawke's not Moon I Knight. Thought, I thought Oscar Isaac. Oscar, Oscar Isaac oh, is oh, wait, Moon Knight. Wait, wait. Oh, wait. You're right. You're right. Ethan Hawke is on Moon Knight. But Oscar He's the Isaac villain. Is supposed to be. Okay. Got it. Yeah. That, uh, let's see. Feige hinted that there is a possibility for a second season of some of the MCU shows, but didn't disclose which ones. Uh, I would guess Falcon and Winter Soldier is the easiest one to just continue doing. Speaking of which, Falcon and Winter Soldier will have uh, six one-hour episodes. I think that came out a little earlier as well. While Deadpool 3 will be rated R, they are not looking into other uh, MCU rated R R or other MCU R-rated properties aside from Deadpool. So that kind Ooh. of throws a little weird dagger into Blade. P- PG thirteen Blade. I don't think that has to throw. That doesn't mm. have to throw. A, that doesn't have to ruin a Blade, but that does ruin a Punisher. 
Yeah. Like I think I a mean, lot of other things ruin the Punisher. They could but, probably get creative with the the violence. Yeah, just make like, don't the blood want look really fake or sure, something. Yeah. Or like want, make them like sizzle like they vampire-y did. Vampire tendrils yeah. or I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They could get around. I'll, I'll just you know what? In fairness though, like I always joke about how uh the MPAA they're really um they're really lenient towards Spielberg, right? To the point where he makes movies that should totally be rated R and they are not rated R. They're like PG-13. Eventually, maybe maybe Marvel's just trying to build enough goodwill that the MPAA just like starts like getting really loose with it. So James you know, Cameron got I, a boob. I, I would like yeah. to remind you that Thanos got decapitated in his last movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but yeah. you didn't see the violence. It wasn't like bloody just before and just after. Yeah. You what, don't see what, the slice. What? The head. The roll, property. Yeah. But oh, sorry, just before, ahead. just after they don't show the action of it happening. That's the difference between R and, you know, PG. What was uh, Lindsay's was, question? Oh, oh I was just going to say like, uh, what would be the property that you wish they would do as R? Punisher. Like, people in the chat too. Blade. Punisher. Blade. I think the Blade. obvious one is Blade. Uh, the stuff's announced. List ones like weird ones that would be really awesome if they did as an R movie. Uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider. I don't. I don't trust Ooh. Marvel with any weird stuff. I would like Cosmic Ghost Rider to be cool because you can get away in space with alien violence, right? A little bit easier, but Electra. Yeah. Cosmic Ghost, because Cosmic Ghost Rider does some like really messed up stuff. Clark says Power Pack. Mm. Wait, what is Power Pack? <laughs> I don't know that one. Uh, you know what? The most obvious one awesome. is, uh, is, Power Pack. is 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 uh, Jessica Jones. Like, I, like, but like only because Jessica Jones, it felt weird that she was limiting herself to certain curse words. God. You know, but whatever. Clark, why? <laughs> I think he's just being facetious. Uh, those what guys are funny though. I, I like them. Like I always bring up the the their their uh, has been team with Darkhawk. What? What'd you say? Uh, Darkhawk. I think Lindsay. I think it really more depends on like the storyline than the character itself. Gotcha. It's just certain characters can't help but get into storylines. That's fair. I don't think R necessarily means violence. Yeah, they can tackle more adult themes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Logical. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like remember in De- in Daredevil when like he had to go like take down the the sex traffickers and stuff like that, and it was it was kind of glossed over a little bit, but you know that he did do that in the in the show. So the Netflix or, shows they 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 towed the line pretty close to to almost R. Yeah, yeah. like um, Kil- Kilgrave got pretty. Uh, l- he was like really on that borderline with Jessica mm-hmm. Jones, so. Yeah. All right. Last bits of news. Uh, Loki got pushed back to July. So it looks like it's going to be about a month gap between MCU shows. July? I thought I saw June, June 11th. I thought the Let news me. said June 11th. Let me check my notes. And it is June 11th. It is oh June 11th. Goodness, so, Ricky. Uh, I was going to June 11th. Ricky. So wait, is there a gap then? I, honestly, I wouldn't mind. It is one. still a month gap. There is still a gap. There's still a gap, but it's not a huge gap, and and they'll probably fill in the gap with a bunch of Ultron episodes. Yeah, <laughs> bunch of Ultron. Yes. And the biggest news of the week, we got a Spider-Man title. Yep. Home the biggest Spider-Man. MCU news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No way home. I also didn't realize this movie's coming out this year. Yeah, it's Christmas. 
Um, yeah. Only in movie theaters. They're pretty I confident like, about that. I like I like their marketing. How they did uh, three different other titles released uh, before that one. Yeah, That's yeah. They were riffing on uh, the multiverse. Uh, Holland, right? Holland, well, no, they're riffing. Well, maybe, but Holland's inability to keep his mouth shut during interviews. Yeah. Um, they, they even did like a little skit with Zendaya and the dude that plays Ned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You also got some uh, first uh, photos, which. I think this is confirmed now that they're in the Sanctum Sanctorum uh, by internet sleuths who were able to pinpoint different pieces in the background to the Doctor Strange set. So take I that mean, as you will. And he's already confirmed to be in the movie, so I don't know. I don't know why it's like a giant piece of news, but I'm glad that people took the time to figure that out. Hey, man. Zendaya's sweater looks really comfy. <laughs> <laughs> comfy sweater confirmed. I would, I would love to wear that uh, sweater. We've just confirmed Zendaya's sweater. Yes, it's Super great. Super comfy. Uh, what else you got, Ricky? Some new Mezco Marvel figures. Yeah. So this uh, is Mezco. Weird. Oh, I was going to say their, they're doing the Toy Fairs reveals, right? Uh, they have their own little te- Mezco convention, but yes. Right. Everybody's Let's doing their own Toy Fair reveals because Toy Fair is usually like the the E3 for for action figures and toys and stuff. And because of the pandemic, this is the first year without a Toy Fair, so everybody's independently leaking or releasing their information throughout like the last two weeks. It's really a weird cycle. But the Mezco Fantastic Four figures look amazing. What do you think, Frank? Yeah, they're fantastic. Um, they yeah. got they got the original the original colors and the original lineup, obviously. And what what issue is that? Issue two, I think. Issue one. I think it's moment? supposed to be one. I just yeah. don't like the cloth goods, but they look all right there because you know the in the the old school Fantastic Four, like their their physiques were kind of hidden behind those those outfits. So yeah. I don't mm-hmm. I don't mind this on them. It looks. Cool. I like the. It looks like the glove. The cloth extends on the glove, which is a nice little touch. You can see the seams on his hands. Or it's just a hand that's molded that way permanently. I'll give him more credit than where it's due. You should not. (laughs) There was also, what was it, a Spider-Gwen. Yeah. I don't like that cloth. The cloth is no good. It's a a cool cool. figure. I just don't like the cloth. I don't like it. And then a Wolverine. Oh. I think I've said my piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just hates cloth goods. Kind of just bunches up right there. Yeah. <laughs> bunches yeah, up. It does. It it's like the up. threads you don't like, right? Yeah. I don't the like threads. I, are super they, big. They're, they're too thick. They're, the threads are too thick that you can see them. The, the There's certain characters over that texture works really well, though. Like Sackboy. Yeah. Yeah. Sackboy. Exactly. From, <laughs> from PlayStation. Yeah. There you go. I think they're cool figures. I just I'm not in the business of paying eighty dollars for my toys to wear clothes. Damn, there you have bucks. you have standards. <laughs> yeah. I Last bit of news: twenty bucks, 20 bucks at the least. Or nope, the those are those, those are seventy five to eighty bucks. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck to them. They do come with a lot of stuff, though. <laughs> good luck. To Last them. bit of news: uh, not that. From last week, uh, we didn't make it to mention, but there's a Miles uh, Morales uh, Hot Toys Ooh. of his 2020 suit. Yeah, I'm excited about. Check out this bad boy. Yeah. Now, see, here's the difference with what I was ah. saying before. When I we were talking to Nas about this last week, I said that figures at the six inch scale don't wear cloth well. 
the the hot toys guys these guys are making giant 12 inch figures you know i mean they're like they're pretty big and i think the the materials they use for the fabric and stuff like that looks so much better but also this is that head with the like the daft punk homage right like that's a yeah this yeah yeah it's so cool lights jacket up, looks uh, good yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, because they can scale it up. They can add more details. The fabric fit looks a little better. You know, everything. Looks background. Better. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I'm I know. explain myself. She said amazing. I said spectacular. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it looks friendly neighborhood. Oh my god, I still have but, yet to play this game. Oh, really? It's a great treat. game. I haven't. I, I haven't finished I it yet. It. It's kind of like hanging out on my PlayStation. Yeah, I've not finished I agree, the other Park, It looks amazing. Either, so. Yes. Or spectacular. You know, or spectacular. Or web of. Or adjectiveless. Yes. <laughs> or adjectiveless. <laughs> That's the news. Thank That's you it. for the news, Ricky. You did a great job queuing that news. video both times. You just know that the only reason I'm being nice is because she's here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can tell me, Ricky. Um, twice, Ricky. Please. Well, I think uh, we've waited long enough. It's time to put a spotlight on WandaVision episode eight. Go for it, Ricky. Woo! Cool. Um, right. So, uh, you know, since it's fresh on everybody's minds, let's just give a quick recap. Uh, this episode was titled previously on and uh, you know they they've been really clever with the titles uh, this whole season and uh this one was no different you know because uh it it did do what the expected what we kind of expected after last week's agatha reveal which is it it started doing the flashback right it started with the flashback mm. to give us to set up the oh you know for all the audience members who don't know who agatha harkness is Here's a nice flashback to show that, you know, and then and then uh, surprisingly, the, the rest of the episode was mostly kind of flashbacks in a sense. Right. Because Agatha wanted to understand Wanda's power or the origin of it more. So they started doing a, a, a nice fancy tour of all of her past traumas and memories and stuff and everything leading up to how Wanda took over Westview, New Jersey. Um, so. I don't know. What did you guys think of this episode? Like what was like what? It was probably was, everything. The, one major thing. There's one person that was missing from this trauma. I don't know who. I can't. I can't. There, there was somebody. And uh, Will you still by, do the kazoo just for fun, Frank? Maybe. By the way, I, I, I hope it was clear that, that once we started talking about WandaVision that we're spoiling now. So sorry about that. I, I spoiled a little bit just now. Spoilers. Um, no, yeah. So Ultron's not in it, uh, and you know I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. That makes it makes me sad. Well, I think my thing was I wanted Ultron to be the reason behind all the digitally looking stuff. Mm -hmm. So like, if Ultron shows up next week, it won't feel the same to me. You know what I mean? Because it wouldn't be Ultron responsible for all this crap. Um, what the idea was? He was the big bad. And it was, yeah, and now bad. he's not. So, like, even if he showed up now, it's like, uh, why didn't you do that better? Like, he's all, did like, somebody say Ultron? And then he just pokes his little head in, yeah. But, Lindsay, what, <laughs> did, what, did you, what did you think? What was something you liked about the episode? Oh, um, yeah, 
I mean, it was, it was a really interesting episode. Like, there are definitely high points and low points. Um, I mean, I don't know if you want to get into it yet, but definitely the big thing for me was just leaving a little space to talk about all the different characters and, like, their grief and how that grief was really the main source of conflict and the main theme in the show. Yeah. So, I, you yeah. know, I appreciate the showrunners for being willing to go there and showing grief as it shows up for all of these different characters from Wanda to Monica to and even Hayward. Hayward. Too, right? Yeah. yeah. And the townies. The and, townies. Uh, and, you know, townies, I'd say yeah. Agatha too. Like I expect there to be some maybe Agatha grief processing happening eventually. I mean, we'll have to see. She killed her whole coven and her mom, right? So Yeah. She's That'd like, I just want to be good. Yeah. yeah. I would assume that would be trauma, uh, traumatic. So. Well, Monica, yeah. Monica, or you already said Monica, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. And, and I'm, I'm glad you brought that up too, because like, it's something that you mentioned a few weeks ago while we were watching the show and I've been wanting to touch on it, but like the, you know, it's just become, I think it's just become the thing that has not been cheapened most uh, in the show like it's just you know whatever things are in there that we nitpick there has always been a strong theme of grief for all these characters and that's been what's mm-hmm. you know the common thread through everybody just about with the exception of crappy darcy um but <laughs> you know what i mean and, and to an extent jimmy she gives us grief she does give us grief yeah, yeah. But then but, we have the process of our grief but darcy. yeah we are we are watching all these other characters go through something really emotional but you know all this extra stuff's always happening so it's hard to like focus on it and so I, I was excited that you, you wanted to talk about that because I'm kind of afraid that next week might derail that that conversation, right? Because yeah. this is this was the penultimate episode. Next week is going to be, uh, you know, the finale of this season or maybe the show. We don't know for sure. And but they got a lot to wrap up, regardless of mm-hmm. if there's an Ultron or if there's a Grim Reaper or a Mephisto or anything else other than Agatha. Dear God, please. Um it's it's gonna be busy next week, you know. So this week is the last perfect time to talk about the all the sad, all the sad that went in there, you know. One um, of the things I, I really appreciate about this before uh, uh, before Lindsay starts discussing discussing her points is um, what we were talking about last week with Nas, uh, the fact that like when Marvel when Marvel starts touching on grief or any kind of uh, sensitive or sad subject they undercut it with like a dick and fart joke or yeah. something like that. Not necessarily yeah. a dick joke, but definitely a fart joke mm-hmm. or like some kind of stupid joke. And this one doesn't do that. Yeah, and exactly. I, and that, that's, no, that's yeah. fantastic. They definitely gave time for everything. Everything had, they had its space to, uh, yeah, to give its own weight to, you know, from, from Wanda's flashbacks as a kid to her transformation scenes, to her, uh, seeing vision for the first time after he died, you know, like everything was allowed to breathe. And I don't necessarily think you could get that type of minutia in a movie. So it's, the, it's nice. The only thing I don't think was allowed to breathe was the amount of baggage that they piled onto her first trauma. For that was, real. A, that was a lot, dude. It was a for lot. Real. It was like, yeah, I feel like they're, they really just focused on like showing you all of the trauma that she's experienced, but they're not really going through the um, processing part of it and how you yeah. come out um, on the other side of grief. Because I, th- I think what they're trying to do with the theme is talk about, 
you know, how grief can lead into something positive and it, maybe it can lead into acceptance at the end. But they've kind of spent so much time on the trauma that we're really not giving her enough space to really mm-hmm. process things. Yeah. Although I don't I don't know if you all have seen like any of the Reddit threads about like the stages of grief. There's like a Reddit Oh, yeah. or a theory yeah, the, the first two episodes are denial and then the third the second one is what bargaining right yeah it's like denial bargaining anger anger uh, uh depression yeah, is the last depression. one the modern family one and then so yeah. now uh, supposedly we're going into acceptance now yeah but i haven't i haven't seen that yet it's more just making everyone aware of the trauma that she's experienced, mm-hmm. but well, she's, she's not, not a- working through it yet. Yeah, um, and I was really hoping that they would kind of go a little bit more into the parallel grief between Monica and Wanda. And like, can uh-huh. that relationship between the two of us, cause they obviously have or two of them, cause they obviously have some connection since she keeps trying to pull Monica into her world. Like mm-hmm. how are they supposed to kind of release each other? from this pain. Um, and I feel like there's not really space to do that at this point. No. So that, that's a little disappointing. Unless um, the last episode is three hours long, which Ricky's hoping for. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, this was a long one though. This was 40. You said in an interview, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah. It was when, like 46 minutes with uh, only 27 minutes of credits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a bit longer. Right. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. And then what, one other little thing that, is a bit disappointing to me is centering Wanda's grief so much. Like I understand that she's uh, like a, the title character, but why are we glossing over Monica so much? And there's kind of like a race tension going on there too. Like we're focusing so much on the white woman's grief and not really exploring the black woman's grief. So that that feels like a little bit strange to me as well. But overall, I really like commend them on tackling that type of really complex subject And uh, kind of making space for people to talk about it, because like I've been seeing articles all week about like grief and what it means. And it just feels very relevant to the time we're living in right now. Mm. I mean, the show's called WandaVision, not Wanda Monica Vision. (laughs) Well, I would hope like like, from from what Monica is. Her grief should take take the foreground. And then I, I agree that Monica should have tied in a little better. But I mean, I understand it being from one perspective. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's more like just from the representation perspective and just like what mm-hmm. I personally would like to see because I was so excited to see a show with a female lead. I, w- I would have liked them to focus on that relationship between the women a bit more, but I understand why they didn't uh, because, you know, they also want to push the MCU along and sometimes that theme is in the service of pushing mm-hmm. along the MCU. Right, but just to be clear, Frank, I mean, yes, the title is WandaVision, but, you know, just because you read it as Wanda and Vision, it, it can also be read as Wanda's vision. You know, like it's it's her vision of reality. And we learned today that that is actually more in line with what the show is. Right. Because that hasn't actually been real vision the entire time. Mm-hmm. Well, we talked like, about that. The show's from her perspective as an unreliable narrator. So, of mm-hmm. course, like if she's dealing with her own grief she's going to be kind of uh, like, like, like a regular human is going to be kind of self-centered about processing their own grief. Like you don't actually, um, I don't know, try to, try to like process other people's grief. You can't do that. Yeah. Everyone's the hero of their own own. story. Yeah, exactly. So it's still from her perspective, no matter how you slice it. 
Yeah, um, but, I, but, I, I don't I don't mind seeing a Monica show because I think the actor is really good and the actor really hit all the notes that she should have. Um, but this well, isn't her show yet. But what I'm saying is like we were defending, you know, when Ricky was saying is, you know, is is that even really vision? And we're like, yeah, we think vision's real because he was getting his own scenes in the show. And it turns out. It's just not at all. And Selena's mentioning right. she read it as you could just in, say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Selena Selena's also mentioning I read it as instead of television, it's WandaVision. And that's that's also another way of looking at it sure. too. You know what I mean? And so uh, and then Clark was also mentioning, you know, that he thinks they really wanted to justify the sitcoms by showing each stage again. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I that's got that sense too, Clark. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And like, that's true. They're kind of like but, showing their work. Like, look what we did. Like, but that's all, made it very we copied obvious. all of these things. Yeah. Stage but by that's, stage, which, which didn't really add to it, but yeah, it did. It didn't. But you know, like at the same time, I also feel like, uh, like that's what I was mentioning, referencing when I said they tossed a lot of baggage onto that first trauma because that first trauma had to be responsible for why this whole show has been sitcoms. That first trauma had to be the mm-hmm. reason why Wanda's constantly had a, a, a fluctuating accent through the entire Marvel universe, <laughs> and that and that and that trauma also had to be. Uh, you know, a justification for like how she survived was a justification for proving that she actually had latent, you know, possibly mutant abilities way before she ever got experimented uh, on. Because yeah, there was a uh, lot of like that, world that building was, happening. It was that too much, too much world, too much, too much but on that. It also, no. it also had to show I, how she opened herself up to exploitation from both Hydra, it wasn't uh, Hayward, and uh, whoever else. None of it was. I don't think like that particularly. Like she had powers to begin with. I don't think that's definitive, though. Lindsay, I I think they just cracked that door open. Yeah, I mean, I got I got the sense that just based on like Agatha's reaction to her hexing, um, Mm -hmm. that they they pretty much confirmed it. Also, just like thinking from like a writer's perspective, like there's the whole thing with like never show a gun in Act One unless you fire it in Act Three. Like, why bring it up? Unless it's true, like yeah, like no why bring up Ultron to... twice in the show if you're not going <laughs> to happen, right? You're like why, you mean, writers, why? Aer- aerospace engineer? No, but Ricky, uh, uh, that's the probability hex is what they used to call Wanda's powers back in the early Marvel days, and so the that whole you know that whole section of the show was Wanda demon or sorry Agatha demonstrating to Wanda how she's just casually using all of these abilities that mm-hmm. Agatha had to train and study years for just to like barely yeah. even be able to use. And so she's saying, dude, you were so pro. You didn't even know you were using an, a probability hex to have a bomb designed to destroy its target. Just land here on your parents and not go off ever, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so I don't think it's a question. It's not like a, maybe she, no, I think they're saying Wanda did have powers before, before, yeah, and that's why she's the Scarlet Witch, right? She's some foretold chupacabra. Yeah, would just make wouldn't that just muddy though? Pietro's powers, sure, a little bit, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. But I mean, they sure. this is consistent with the comic book where they were altered by the high evolutionary to have these powers. Mm-hmm. So they appeared as mutants and they appeared as Magneto's kids, but they ended up mm-hmm. taking that away. So. Yeah. So maybe next episode, High Evolutionary, Bova, Grim Reaper. <laughs> 
uh, <laughs> Wonder Man. They just take off. off a mask. It's all like all yeah. of them. And then who's, who's I would have gotten away with it too. But on, if you guys think one? about the other scenes, like her trauma scenes, anything stand out for you? Um, I like like Frank was joking earlier, but I did really feel that um, it wasn't fair to visit all of those traumas like by showing them. But then for the Quicksilver one, they took the cheap way out and did not show her brother dying, which to me, it's not about showing her brother dying. It's about can you please explain to me officially how in Age of Ultron she's over at the church destroying all these Ultron robots and Quicksilver and, and, and Hawkeye are out somewhere else. Quicksilver gets shot dead like he's across town. And she instantly knows her brother's dead. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was a really cool. I mean, that was know. a cool scene. You know what? I'd like to. I'd like it to be magically associated. Like like Agatha had another power on deck that she could have explained. Oh, and you were channeling this flim flam flu, you know, power that <laughs> made it. I think. Made it I th- honestly, I, I feel like they were kind of zeroing in on. Vision's role in helping her process those that trauma I, and those grief. I understand and that's why they, they were chose not to show it because it would have kind of added an extra would layer. That require you to, to yeah. So they, they no, past it would have required them to put an Ultron in the show. Is what it would have done. And uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. That's what it would have done. No, you could have showed a dead body, you know, and then like how she just able she was able to just feel. I know Clark that there are many stories of twins being connected to that, like like that. But like, I want to see that. You know, I, I want to. See- I mean, I'm always an advocate for show me, don't tell me. But yeah, you know. I want I want to yeah. see what what that was that that did that for her because hers was a little bit more than normal. You know, like described twin trauma, I guess. But uh, yeah, Selena, I think. Oh, sorry. Uh, Selena, I was asking the question of who is the angel looking figure thing that she touched when she touched the mind. So that's what I was saying. That's that's the Scarlet Witch. That was her, Selena. Mm-hmm. She was she was seeing the future version of herself that will likely appear next week. That's you, when, when she takes her final form. That That is the Scarlet Witch's outfit in the comics. That's what she was wearing. Do you think it's like the haunting a hill house uh, crooked neck lady thing? No, because um, it's not that smart. Okay, the show's good. not that smart. <laughs> okay, cool. That, that's where I was at too. But okay. and we're not going to be the jerks who spoil that show either. Oh, I am. I'm, that's I'm a great show. Uh, Highly yeah. recommend. Never seen Phoenix Force. Like, do you think it's kind of like a Phoenix Force? Uh, the Scarlet. The way she was talking about it, it was like with reverence. Like it's like a, it's a myth. It's a legend. It's something outer worldly. Do you think it was? It was kind of presented something like that. You know, so it it probably yeah. Is be well, like it would make. She is a neck. They're kind of teasing that she's a nexus being in this in the MCU, right? With the with Lockheed yeah, commercials. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I wonder if that ties into the, that whole thing. You know how she's always destined to to be that. You know, like Biff in the Back to the Future movies. It. Yeah. How Biff <laughs> is Mad Dog Tannen, and then you have Griff, and then in they, they had a uh, cartoon where they went back in time and there was dinosaurs. They evolved into like kind of people like you know, dinosaurs. And there was a Biff that was a dinosaur. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. 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 Next oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want to go back to the, to the, we were talking about the, the DVDs, I think earlier, uh, um, or that we were talking about the sitcom stuff and like, uh, you know, 
I thought it was really interesting as much as I'm harping on that first trauma that we see, it was, it was kind of sweet to see like the reason is, is that, you know, her dad who she loves is, you know, he, he's, you know, in like this, I'm judging it based on the Halloween costumes that, that Frank has made judgments of before. <laughs> Sokovia doesn't seem like it's a very, you know, it, it's probably like a third world nation or something like that. And you know, her dad's out there just trying to make a dollar by, you know, selling these American DVDs. And I thought it was cool that the DVDs like are all the different ones from the, you know, the, from the different shows. But Frank and I started talking about it and we're like, but when was Adam's family? And I'm like, well, there's witches on the show. And then he's like, yeah, but what about who's the boss? And we started talking about that a little bit. And it, it was when I realized I was like, wait a second. When Pietro showed up at the surprise, you know, twist at like what episode four, I think it was four or five, something like that. Five, five or six. Right? Yeah. Something like that. Um, and he's wearing the leather jacket and he's showing up. And I think I had mentioned that he reminded me of uncle Jesse. I didn't realize that what he really was, was channeling more was Tony Danza's character from <laughs> who's the boss. And so for fun, cause I started remembering, cause I used to grow up, I grew up watching that show. Uh, I looked up the the trailer, or I mean, not the the trailer, the opening scene for like season three of that show, and I'll be damned if like the scene in the in that intro for Who's the Boss, where Tony shows up to Angela's house at the door and she opens the door and she's wearing a towel on her head and and she just got out of the shower and stuff, and it's exactly the same uh, uh, framing film, filming Frank the framing and yeah. angles and everything like that. It's exactly the same. And I'm like, oh, man, there was who's the boss in there. And so for me, what I started realizing is like there's some really cool visual storytelling that is going on and some really good art direction on this show that I don't ever want it to be bogged down by all the stuff that we hate on. You know, so like I, I was pointing out to Frank, another cool thing I noticed is like Vision's body, like when we see it in the in the sword building, you know, on the flashback. I was noticing his body is all red and gray. And that's actually exactly the same color scheme that he had when he was born in Age of Ultron. And then Frank was asking me, well, is that the color scheme he had when he died? And we're like, we thought he lost color. But I went back and looked and like in Infinity War, he actually is still red and gray. He just kind of like he he mutes. He goes a lot darker in color and then thanos discards his body into the shadows like so it's it looks very gray but there are there is still red on him and stuff so uh i thought it was cool because like the art directors are showing you this that like visions color schemes or whatever projections he are or he are he's wearing ever are actually something that he's actively doing at any given time you know what i mean it's like we, we see him in Age of Ultron become green, yellow, and have all these mm -hmm. colors and a cape. And we just kind of assumed that it was because, you know, he just changed himself to be permanently that way. So it was cool to see that the people behind the scenes that are making sure visually things match these sitcoms or, or visually throughout all of the MCU, these things are being told. Like these stories, I appreciated that, even if the writing – at certain <laughs> points was like, mm, you know. I really like that scene that in, in the sword base with Hayward and my, and uh, Wanda, oh, great. Uh, especially Hayward. I couldn't tell if he was trying to get a charge out of Monica, but I did. Oh, I like that conversation. Yes, I felt oh, he was yes. egging her on. I felt he was egging he her was on. He was totally egging Wanda on. 
He was controlling her like a puppet on a string. <laughs> well, I, I like the point he made. He's like, you know, we're not going to give you vision. He's three billion in vibranium. And like that to me, that kind of like sealed the deal on that whole explanation. Because like, of course, you can't just like make a memorial or a, a mausoleum for vision. That's just like a target for anyone to come in. Well, imagine somebody saying that though to that. So, about somebody you loved like if you're trying to recover mm -hmm. the body of your husband or your wife or your girlfriend and they said no they're too expensive well so if, he, he, he if your husband trying to if your husband was the three billion dollar man then you know you kind of have to <laughs> you kind of i'd be curious how everyone outside of the avengers views vision like do they see him as a person or they not. absolutely do. That was the well, whole point of Age of Ultron is to is to like they accepted him by the end of that movie. Because I think well, the Avengers saying, did, like people who didn't have a relationship with oh, him. Yeah. Like, how do they see quick. him? Is he like yeah. another Echo or something like that? And so you know, we'll have to become or think if, of if like I just person. saw Ultron, you know, destroy a country, I wouldn't be too kind to robots, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, uh, that's, that's Hayward's, like, whole you know central conflict, right? Like, he's so yeah. angry about what this, these superheroes did to the world. You know what, he wants Ricky? to burn it down. He wants to destroy it. Ricky, it's that kind of mentality. You don't deserve the X-Men, you know? <laughs> Just because one X-Men does some bad stuff, or one mutant does bad stuff, and then you just start hating on them all because they look that way. And I don't want everywhere. Ricky's building robots now. Yeah, give me yeah. a Sentinel. Let's go. Uh, you, you just hated on Ultron and now you're building Sentinels? What the hell? I know, for reals. Actually, uh, I, I had a different take on Hayward. It seemed like he mm -hmm. was being legitimately remorseful or at least um, oh, yeah? hmm. well, like like when a military person goes to someone's house and lets you know that someone, someone got killed. Um, let you know that a loved one got killed. It was kind of that yeah. same kind of feeling I got. It wasn't like a personal thing. Um, it was just something that he wanted to kind of say to her. It was like his duty to like kind of deliver these news and let yeah. her say her last goodbyes. Yeah. Um, but from a distance, like don't go down there. Don't touch. He, don't, he did drop that nugget though of like saying that she could bring him back to life. And that seemed a little That felt manipulative. Online. Yeah. Who knows? Online. Yeah, that's what felt weird. Is is like he he did feel like he's like maybe you maybe maybe you could you you want to try you want you want to try just I mean it's here you have the chance you know like if you want to. I don't I don't get that he because like why would he want to start a fight with her he knew that or he if it's common knowledge that she could have beat Thanos then he wouldn't want to pick a fight with her so why would he be like hey bring her back to life I think like, he was think, trying yeah. to get her to try to bring Vision back to life because he wants. Like that's part yeah. of cataract is bringing him back mm -hmm. to act as and, the sword and painting to, him white and painting protect, him white. Yeah, to protect <laughs> the important uh, thing. You got to um, and painting white. Make it, yeah, make it I, white. All the cool foggy. people have to be yeah. painted white. I, I do see that in some way. This plan would have unraveled if she got like a a burlap sack and put vision parts in there, and then was all like deuces, and they're all like stopper, and she's she all hops nope. in her hops in her and Chrysler then, and dips out. Yeah, yeah like, I mean, <laughs> we uh, we always knew there was something shady about that video he showed everybody a few weeks ago. You know, like it's and and now yeah. I'm thinking it's back. A lie. On it. I mean, it's not a lie. He just didn't show how that video ended. Really, right? He just. Oh, I thought just, they, they showed him like. No. We're taking them. Oh okay. no, she I just, remember just don't exist. He, yeah, exactly. You're, you're Mandela affecting the show already. <laughs> memory sucks. Yeah. But uh I, I will say this. Like I, I went when Frank told me his take on Hayward, I, I'm like, yeah, there might be some to that, but like I will say either way, uh 
great acting on him and everybody in this episode like that was probably one of my favorite things about this episode is there was barely any stupid kids and and there was absolutely zero darcy and no jimmy jokes at all it was this just was all good for acting. your consideration like, episode. yeah exactly that was what this episode was it was great yeah Paul there was Bettany. some good stuff coming out of agatha um i thought that whole scene between vision and wanda too where he was like comforting yeah. her after yeah. Petra's death was, was like so scene. beautiful yeah like i even looked up the line so i thought it was so beautiful like the what is grief if not love persevering uh, that was a great line. Yeah. That that was when Agatha teared up. Like I don't I don't know if she was being sarcastic or if that was like I, yeah, I couldn't really tell. crying. I couldn't tell, but that was yeah. that was good. You know, about, that, about that scene I want to bring up. She didn't have her guitar there. Like she has a guitar in uh uh Civil War and uh not Age of Ultron, uh, well, Civil But th- this is right after she moved in, so maybe she didn't get she a, didn't guitar get a guitar yet. Or yeah. maybe she blasted it to bits with her finger waving and she shot red wiggly woos when she was playing Skinner. She something. bought it at the market yeah. in Lagos. Yeah. You know, the one thing you, you did kind of bring it up. Uh, it, it's um, Agatha was kind of having fun, you know, because you can't tell if she was being sarcastic with the crying. And that's I'm assuming that's because she was making other jabs at Wanda earlier in the, in the stroll down memory lane. Right. Like she was like, what's with that accent. And then like, you know, I think she was also mentioning something about like, Oh, okay. So your parents get blown to pieces by like, you know, this, this, uh, this organization. So what do you do? You go and join up with a, an anti-freedom group. Like this is like, <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and I, I will say this, like, this is I mentioned it to Lindsay, and this is something that like really rubs me wrong about Marvel and their writing sometimes is rather than figure out a way to like write their wrongs, like storytelling wise, they just make somebody make a joke about it later on, like a couple years later or maybe I always, later I always took it as like kind of poking fun at themselves and being self-aware of the critiques that fans have and like podcasts like this for example yeah but like just because you know just because hawkeye says look we're on a city it's flying there's a bunch of robots outside and i got a bow and arrow this is all nuts you know just because hawkeye says that it doesn't make it less ridiculous you know what i mean like it just makes me break my suspension of disbelief for a second and say like Okay, why, why did, yeah, why, yeah, this is dumb. I, I don't, don't say it. that. You know, I, like, I just feel like it's the writers it. like peeking yeah. out and being like, boo, and then going back behind the curtain for a minute. <laughs> that didn't bug me too much. Yeah. That's that's fair enough, Lindsay. That's, that's how I, I read I, it. I can't argue with that. That We that read Reddit. <laughs> yeah. We read, yes. All right. Fair enough. Fair and enough. Can, can we talk about the positive of that scene too? Brian Cranston and his entry into the MCU? <laughs> that's, that's that's incredible that's awesome i'm glad that he's in the mcu now yes i thought um, about him like damn he can't now he's now it's gonna be weird when he does eventually join years yeah, later yeah. when he's <laughs> mephisto or something I, I don't know i don't know frank i mean i feel it i feel like it's kind of dirty for you to be referencing the malcolm in the middle scene when you've never seen malcolm <laughs> in the middle i'm living I a just, life of sin yeah you are you are it's it's a great show. I honestly felt really validated when I saw that chest open up with the Malcolm in the Middle DVDs because, like, that's exactly what that episode felt like to me. Like, nothing else. Yeah. It didn't feel like any other show besides Malcolm in the Middle. So I was really happy to see that. But I know, you know, fans are have been 
poking fun at the show and saying like, there's no way in hell there was a Malcolm in the middle box set already produced by like early two thousands <laughs> when the show started in 2000, you know what I mean? Like it, it, Sokovia too. Yeah. And Sokovia, right? Like yeah. if the her dad needs to start selling bootlegs. Well, Who sells? Yeah. It, it could have been a bootleg one. I've seen bootleg movies in TJ with a yeah, pretty good production value. That's fair, but it wasn't. You know it wasn't. <laughs> He's maybe legit. She, maybe she made the wiggly woos. She yeah, altered she probability to make it happen. It's true. It's what did true. you guys think about the purple wiggly woos? Or like anybody in chat, what did you think about the magic? I like the new I magic. Like the color. I like the new color. It, is that your, well, is that your yeah. hot take? Like, that, that was I like, you like, I like purple. That's your I like, hot take. I like purple wiggly woos. I well, do. It, They're it, good. They're good. You know, we've seen space magic with Thor. We've seen. Uh, oh, he's going to draw this wizard, one out. Wizard magic out. with Doctor Strange. Let's go. Let's it's listen nice to see. this time. Yeah, I know. It's just more okay, magic. Well, and I, and I, and I like, Doctor, Doctor Strange, I want to bring up purple wiggly woos because when Doctor Strange farts, fights, farts, when he fights Dormammu, um, Dormammu shoots purple wiggly woos at him and mm-hmm. he blocks it with his green shield. And then Agatha shot the purple wiggly woos and that kind of tells oh, me that it's like kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, because they kind of like, imply she has like a blood pact or. Oh, she made a she made a pact. Nice call. Yeah, she made Dormammu a pact with, could be involved. Yeah, because yeah. could be the big was saying like you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to like yep. contact yeah. that world or whatever. And that's what that's what was was it. Oh, Vasilius? Vasilius? Because he's Silius, because I remember. Like, yeah, Vasilius. <laughs> the the Vasilius. bad guy, the, 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 the mini boss in Doctor Strange, the guy that's like. With the prim makeup. Yeah, the guy. Oh, that guy. Follow, okay. The follower. Of the, Sorry. The, the disciple, Zealot. The disciple, Zealot. He's the disciple of, of Dormammu, right? very and, silly and, name, too. Yeah, it's yeah. so Vasilius. Yeah, but yeah, maybe but, maybe yeah, that's her deal, and that, that makes it more compact and and you know more makes you know i like that there's different magic and it's not different for the sake of being different colors or from what it seems right now there's meaning to these certain colors and the types of things that they're tapping into yeah that's cool yeah i like all the systems it's cool it like oh sorry oh it just makes the chaos magic cooler for me her wild magic frank did, did you think the first rune that she sewed looked a hell of a lot like the house of m logo I've seen so many uh, video essays that say that. Oh, really? I have. <laughs> if, I didn't if, if anything, I, th- I think it's just a nod, like the the um, yeah. Chateau de Mépris. Like yeah, yeah, thing. but it looked didn't it looked like it, right? It, it, it definitely did. It looked it like did. Magneto's helmet for sure. So yeah, that, yeah, that M, yeah. I thought that was cool. Uh, did you all I, see I Clark's comment about the dark dimension energy? It was Casilius. Yeah. Oh, and the bad guys and Doctor Strange get their life sucked out. Did that happen? I don't remember that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, yeah, they yeah, did. Oh, did happen? Okay, they did. Yeah cool yeah i, I do yeah. like i do enjoy that magic so i wonder it makes me think of what blue magic might be if it's some kind of good magic or if it's like, some kind of like more it's natural blue, magic. blueberry flavor <laughs> blueberry favorite by the I way would, i would think it would be good magic right because maybe, maybe, yeah. if monica's like kind of or sorry if wanda has kind of oh, like right, chaos right. bad magic and then the purple is mixed sure maybe maybe it's on like a spectrum like they their magic vibrates on a certain frequency like to get scientific with it but the weird the weird hand tutting magic is green and i don't know like how that fits into all of this maybe i don't think it's i don't think it's all green the 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 time zone magic the chosen one does yellow right 
Let me uh, yeah, take one second to just yellow. let you guys know that if I go dead, just keep the show going. Um, I just heard like this thunderbolt outside, like as if Thor is about to like beat my ass right now. I Whoa. do owe him 13 bucks. So nice. okay. come in again. Well, there was like, we were, fair enough. at least we were notified. We were notified. Yeah. Um, Tesseract, um, Blue Magic, Clark says. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, we'll could see. Be. Or yellow. Or yellow. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, that's what she used to bring Vision back, right? So, mm-hmm. Wasn't no. that like Soul Stone? Or is that, oh, uh, I don't know. But, all um, the colors. All the colors. What was I going to say? Colors uh, are cool. Frank, by oh, the way. They're also seen with the different stones, right? Huh. Sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, each magic comes from the stone stores. Crazy. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good Yeah, because she alters reality with chaos magic, duh. And that's why it's red. No! They're all from the different stones. <laughs> Clark, Clark oh, wait, cracked it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clark didn't say anything other than. He said is the, the tesseract, tesseract is blue magic. No, so he asked a question. Stores. Is the Tesseract blue magic? He's saying, is the Tesseract magic? Like, well, quick, me and Clark, Lindsay do a video on there. your theory. Quick, well, do, wait. do a video. <laughs> Put it back, in the back, backdate it, backdate it, hurry. <laughs> that would muddy, muddy it a little bit because in that timeline, there's no more stones, right? Yeah, but 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 they're cosmic. Uh, it's cosmic the energy, radiation. It's the energy oh. that can't be destroyed. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Energy, energy always exists. What, what were you uh, saying? You've been trying stones, to say something. To I I've been trying to say something for a while, but Sorry, like, go ahead. We're just talking about magic. Yeah, it's not, it's not even like worth a show it. or anything. It's not even no. worth it anymore. No, say I, I was just going to point out, Frank. You were you were saying earlier about my my you know the the dead Ultron theory, which by oh, the yeah. way, your theory about new uh, Westview being all dead is also. I know like, that's. Sadly, like a lot of our theories got shut down today, you know, because yeah, yeah. of this episode. Uh, but you, you, you had promised me to play the kazoo if uh, if Ultron was there. And I would argue that I got my kazoo today. So F you. <laughs> I got a Brady Bunch episode of Bobby playing the kazoo in that. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> he's playing a freaking kazoo. I was like, I don't even need Frank to play a kazoo. So that, that that's proof right there that MCU watches us. Uh, Feige watches our show. He's one of the one of the views that we got. <laughs> He's our he one Patreon. The, the pen name Clark Crane. Dude, I told you guys how like it's following me, right? Because we were chatting earlier and like Oliver asked me how many episodes are left. And then my phone did an autofill and said just one. And I was like, what the hell? How does Technology. my phone know there's one le- one episode left of WandaVision? I'm just saying they're clearly watching us. So, <laughs> you know, we should start coming up with cool ideas for, for things to happen in their shows since they are listening to us. We did. You own a phone. Everybody's watching it all yeah. the time. So right. do, you, do you guys have more likes, dislikes you want to talk about? Or do you want to talk about like the questions and maybe where, where we see this going in the last episode? Do you want to talk about those things? Uh, I mean, I, I, I can weave my it, the longer the show goes, I think Frank will agree, the weirder it gets for no Doctor Strange. So I think next episode is the mention, the appearance. Why? Why? No one ever said. OK, one. Kevin Feige may have said that this show is supposed to be six hours and that's going to bite him in the ass. I don't I don't but you think know what it, Kevin Feige never the, said. I mean, the. No, but Kevin Feige never, ever, ever said Doctor Strange is in this show. He but the said, events of the show no. will tie directly into his movie. And and that Scarlet and that Wanda is in that movie. 
Mm-hmm. Wanda's in that movie. She's going to be a prominent character in that movie. So why does Doctor Strange have to show up in this show? Why can't why can't that if, be the thing that I'm happens the, next? The cool magic dude on the planet, and a lot of cool magic stuff is happening on my planet. I would like to assume that I would know about the cool magic stuff. And why did, can sense the power, right? So maybe exactly. Doctor like, Strange. You know, I think they're going to pull a fit, like a early Thanos thing on on him. Like again, he's going to show up in post credits or something. Yeah, yeah I'll again, be fine with that. He's just going to be you're, like, But you're saying it gets like weirder that. and weirder if he doesn't show up. Like, I'm saying he doesn't <laughs> yeah. have to. It doesn't make it weird if he doesn't show up in her story. It's This is her story about her grief and how she's dealing with the loss of vision. It doesn't mm. have to have. Yeah, but when, when her story, it, when her story starts it. affecting... We don't want you know, your mad but, magic but here. Ricky, what I'm saying is, why can't we continue that in Doctor Strange's movie? We could, we could. She's and, gonna have a loss of vision, and next episode, double vision. That's yes. that's insane. Yes, you know. Um, but at least she's not weekend at Burning Zing. Bernie's 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 Oh yeah, that's actually bird. very comforting yeah. to me that yeah. she's not actually like flying his dead corpse around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <the> town. <laughs> I feel a little better. That does feel better. Okay, but anyways, Ricky, what what what, what other ones you got? Like you want you want Doctor Strange? That's fine if that's what you want next week. This I'm just saying, prediction. like I'm just saying, sometimes you you make your predictions and say I'm gonna be pissed if this thing doesn't happen and i'm like why but that's, that's not a, fair you should owe us something if that thing doesn't happen instead of saying i'm a oh, I'm not, I'm not, no no kazoo are you gonna drink yeah. a whole bottle of hot sauce i can drink a bottle of something but not hot sauce <laughs> <laughs> no it, you know it it would be cool to see, you know we got a lot of cool wanda world building but yeah. it would be nice to see some more mcu world building we got spectrum we, yeah we might get that because uh, yeah. we, we we still don't know exactly what Pietro is. We know she was uh, like skin writing him, or or at least yeah. uh, viewing through his eyes. But he still could be snagged from, yeah, uh, the what's it called the Fox universe. Yeah, I agree. Possibly, I think I, I think there's a lot of world building that could still happen with the pieces that have already been established like, in this epi- in this what's show. The Fox universe, X Men, the X Men. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we're saying Evan Peters still could be from the Fox universe, Quicksilver. Because Agatha said she used a crystalline possession. She said, like, she couldn't me- make a Pietro. That's not what happened. But she yeah. did possess him. She possessed him. So that's implying that Wanda still probably did pull a Pietro out of the – or maybe the crystalline p- possession involves pulling somebody out of another universe. Who knows? She, could, she could make a doorway out of nothing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nothing but hair, right? So. But it's not – it's not – it hasn't been dis- – like completely refuted that that isn't actually x-men, X-Men yeah and, and if they did a post credit scene with him and so th- this gets into one of my theories my prediction theories I, I call it the i'll get my big brother on you theory and that's when um like kind of you know magneto or someone comes out of the doorway and's all like show me like show me on the doll where they touched you pietro and then he'll be like oh yeah that's the chick that's the that's the witch that did it and then like magneto's all like, all right i'm gonna get you you know kind of thing um so it, it could still be that and if that were in a post-credit scene it would be right at home in the mcu and then they can build on it on later movies mm-hmm. uh, you so your claim your your prediction is 
Magneto will show up and ask Pietro to show him on the doll I where mean, he was where touched. They touched him. That's almost as like, dumb as right, Doctor Strange right. showing up. If that one happens, I'm going to play on the kazoo the, the following week for you because nice. I'll have to order a kazoo, but I will do this. Okay. Fantastic. Yes. Um, Ricky, do you have any others or should we go to uh, Lindsay? You got You got any predictions for where this is going to go? Uh, not any concrete predictions. I think it would be cool if they kind of explored Agatha a little bit more, like any, why she's doing this, any emotion yeah. she has, 100% what's agree. going on there. And I then, even, uh, it would be cool if they also like confirmed Wanda's agency. Like if she really is the one who like made all of this happen, if they just like actually confirmed it. Cause I still kind of feel like Agatha is this weird red herring and she didn't actually mm-hmm. like, make the world. She has found it. So what's behind the whole thing? Is it truly Wanda? I would like I, to confirm yeah. that. I agree that, that we definitely need some more Agatha explanation because like one, we just got a stupid music video last week that said it was Agatha all along. And then it turns out this episode we find out, well, Agatha didn't actually do anything. Uh, all of it got done by Wanda. And then Agatha kind of just showed up and was like, hey, there's some cool stuff going on here. Wow, you got some crazy magic. Can I get in on this TV show? And then for some reason it says it was Agatha all along. They gifted I mean, us so many beautiful memes this week. Oh God! Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> there sure. are some good ones. So many. You know, I would I would like to know more Agatha stuff because also yeah. to that point, like why now? Like why reveal? You you know you uh, could have done this episodes ago. We waiting for the kids. She's the shark from the Yo Magic but, commercial. She's got to eat. Yeah, she probably hey, is. Yeah, yeah. Well, there is a lot probably, of. She's probably like sucking life to like extend her own life. Right, that's her whole thing. And yeah. like, is that's that a pop up? Is that like a pop up magical basement that she has, or was that was that basement there when Quicksilver bought the lot next door so that they could have their dream home? Was that? I think it's a dimension. Like we talked about this before, but I think it's yeah. just a di- another dimension or something. All right, I, but I'm saying I would like these things if we were if we're if we're answering a little bit more of, of, of Agatha next week. Let's, let's, let's solidify who this character is. She had a book with a tree and then she has branches all over that basement. Yeah. So maybe, I wanna, maybe the tree has some, Oh, you know what? You the tree in the freaking uh, the, the Tesseract. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's that. And then the Norse and that, tree. Yeah. And that, that ties in with um, the tree. You in, mean uh, Yggdrasil? Yggdrasil? No, yeah. No. You can pronounce yeah, the, the, it. That's yeah. Yeah. That ties into what, what was at the Hydra base, how there was a carving of a tree that symbolized the tes- Yeah, which symbolized the Tesseract. Which yeah, well, yeah. the Yggdrasil is the um, is the gateway to other dimensions in like Norse mythology, and I think right. that's how and it's treated in Marvel as well. That's, right? what, that's well, what I'm saying. Is, is well, it is the, because that's the where the Tesseract the is, and that's where the Tesseract does. And so yeah. the basement can tr- maybe can tr- it can travel like Doctor Who because it or has maybe the, it's, the basement is a root of Yggdrasil or something like that sure. or a Groot. Yeah, like if she's <laughs> she's like hanging out below Yggdrasil, maybe they'll bring yeah. that giant freaking snake in too. Why not? Uh, there, maybe there's a lot of a lot of threads, and I, I'm I'd be curious to see which ones they choose to to wrap up next pull, episode. Pull I just want to yeah. know what Agatha actually did. Like she, <laughs> she's she eating. Anything, she's trying man. to eat. Yeah. She has to yeah. like she has to like continuously suck life to survive. So she's just okay. looking for life. I'm more. I mean, I yeah. That's she, she sees Wanda as his so power source. You know, but she wants to know how to, how to, she wants to know how to get that power because she's not. She I don't think she's, she's strong enough to take it from Wanda. 
Yeah, you know, or she yeah. or she wants to also control that chaos magic. Like if that's the reason yeah. that she made the deal with whoever she made the deal with in the first place is to become more powerful than her mom and the rest of the coven. Like maybe she's just very hungry for power. Or mm-hmm. she might she might be trying to be good and like she's just one of those people like Theon Greyjoy Joy who makes like really bad decisions. Ew. I mean, yeah, she did make comments on like how I couldn't remember the exact phrasing, but she makes comics comments along the lines of like Wanda is evil, right? Mm-hmm. Well, because yeah, because of the chaos source. She says she's like chaos she, magic, and that's dangerous. I think like she needs to, like, she yeah, needs to take out Wanda. She doesn't say she's evil. She says because she's, she's dangerous. dangerous huh? Yes. Well, yeah, I think she's dangerous. Well, just anyone like an untrained person with a handgun is, yeah, is going to be exactly. more dangerous yeah. than someone that's trained. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. She might she might just want to even like get Wanda trained up or something like that so she can yeah. wield, get, get her uh, card. For yeah, wielding. that could be the misdirect is we think she's going to be evil, but she's actually trying to bring out the best in Wanda or something. She's working like that. with uh, what's his name from Doctor Strange? Casilius. That no. hasn't come back in the secret. Yeah. Mordo, Mordo, Carl Mordo, Mordo. Yes. Too many, too many yeah. wizards. Right. That's his line. And yeah. yet you're like, oh, man, it's so cool to see magic in the Marvel Universe. And now you're oh, complaining that there's too many wizards. <laughs> no, I'm saying that's, oh, what he, that's his no, line, right? He, he was saying that Mordo said that. He said that last yeah, week. Yeah, That's at the end of the episode. Oh, gotcha. Or end of the movie. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I'm I down will never complain about wizards more. I see, I'll, I see I'll take him as a Doctor Strange stand-in too. So. Oh, my sure. God. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, one one cool. thing that I don't want to happen, I don't want to see Vision do a sacrifice again. I don't want to see anyone do a sacrifice anymore. Like I'm tired of that. Vision's already sacrificed himself like a couple times, and I'm like I'm literally a couple okay. times. Yeah. Here, so. Here's the thing, though. Like I, th- I don't think I don't know that Vision's going to sacrifice himself, but I do think uh, Wanda's going to let him go. And I think sure. the whole White Vision thing is going to end up being exactly like the White Dream thing in Sandman. If you've read mm. that, okay, where okay. It's, he's like a totally different person, and he has to like figure yeah. out what his life is now and like he remembers a little bit of the old stuff but he's never exactly the same that, that would be cool that's what i think is gonna happen um yeah i think they, they foreshadow that it's not that kind of show you know so i feel like some, there will be a death that occurs i just hope it's not a selfless sacrifice yeah. kind of thing i learned mm-hmm. today that vision was intended to be white originally but Back when he was created, getting white and printed in a comic book would just mean he would be the page color, which would have wasn't the color that the uh, his creator wanted. So that's why they added the green and yellow. Uh, fun fact. That's cool. Well, I mean, they did they did make him white in the comics in a similar story, right? As the government got a hold later. Of him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the government so got a hold of him and they took him apart, and then they removed Wanda Wonder Man's. Uh, memories from him so he was kind of like a blank slate and yep. and so it's a vision that's soulless and cold. doesn't know doesn't know who he is so it's very similar for sure yeah. yikes it's gonna be like uh, loki the loki arc yeah kind of right like it could be it could be maybe it's just vision and loki going off and doing fun adventures together oh that'd be awesome <laughs> it's like a buddy cop series yeah like data yeah. and star trek just like, plus, just like, like falcon and winter soldier yeah yeah <laughs> Just every show is going to turn into a buddy cop series. Nice. Strange oh, and Wanda. Cool. Um, I, yeah, I, I know this question will most likely get answered next week, but uh, where are Monica and Fietro? Like we saw them last week at the standing at the basement. And then like they just Agatha and Wanda just did a whole freaking episode and they ended up out on the street. 
and yet we still don't know wh- where the hell they, Monica and Pietro went. They got held up by Darcy, and then yeah, they, uh, oh, that's true, that's true. <laughs> They're not going to wait there for them to get back from Darcy. memory lane. I guess Vision, Vision, somewhere to be, he, he'll just show up to. Everybody's going to show up. I, I kind of thought. Uh, what I oh yeah like, yeah where's vision I totally forgot yeah like board of characters yeah I I kind of thought what what I expect to see next week is like I would like to see vision be made whole again but like I wouldn't mind if he's like different you know just like I want a vision alive again is what I want I don't it, it, it you know if you want to take the character in new directions that's fine I don't you you want Paul Bettany to keep having a job. <laughs> yeah, I, but I, I agree. Like, I feel like there's a lot of pointing to a gut punch. I don't want to see a vision die again. It's just, it's not. Don't, don't do that to me what, three times. Four, That's three times. Yeah, three yeah. times. I mean, unless you count that one a couple of weeks ago where you started getting ripped to shreds, you know. So, yeah. well, if if there if the death is happening next episode, a big grief moment. I mean, yeah. Well, it doesn't. Happen. Wanda's Wanda's safe. I feel like Monica's safe. She'll, she'll, She'll be like the uh, last airbender. Love will persevere. Yeah. But but I do agree with you. I did have it in my notes, Ricky, that I do agree that uh, I don't think it has to happen in this show. But if if we're predicting longer term what's going to happen, I think that Wanda's newfound chaos magic power is the reason that Doctor Strange is going to be brought to her. I think mm-hmm. that that's going to be the, the thing and that he's going to feel that he needs to train her. Then he's going to take her off the board for a few movies or a few years so that her super powerful like power scale they level. They can renegotiate her like, contract. And- well, yeah, but we don't have to have a, a, a situation in the movie where we're watching the bad guys do something crazy and then we're like, well, Wanda could just fix that right now if she was here. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like – Well, see that that's like to my point was like – that's how I view Doctor Strange in the MCU right now, as he's this all-powerful magic being. So it ju- it just seems odd that that no, interaction or that conversation hasn't happened sooner. I, I don't think it is because I, I think what you're not getting is that like Doctor Strange is powerful, but like he's not all powerful. And two, Doctor Strange's job is to protect the entire dimension, not just to go and answer the 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 house call that you think he should go answer i mean if i'm I'm pulling people from other dimensions as you guys are implying that deserves a house call he didn't do a great job against ebony ma to be fair exactly he got his butt kicked by ebony ma yeah Yeah, so you're you're putting a lot of faith in him like just as a reminder yeah dr strange didn't survive the snap either that is not all powerful at all like he yeah he's a dude he's still a dude he's a dude he's yeah, you're you're putting too much like here's the thing. Like Marvel has demonstrated to us like mm-hmm. to much a lot of us may not like it, but like they've demonstrated that their power scales in the movies are not necessarily accurate to the power scales in the comics, right? Like and that's because the power scales that we know in the comics are after like 30, 40 years of being in the comic books, right? So like We've been complaining at we as in like the comic book nerds have been complaining about Wanda not being proper Wanda for like the last eight years or something like that. Right. In the in the in the movies. And so we just weren't patient enough to accept that Wanda is gradually getting to that point or maybe not so Mm -hmm. gradually in this in this show. It's she's kind of been jumped up about, you know, turning the notch to 11 or something on her or the (laughs) dial to 11. 
But, you know, if you think about it, like if she wasn't if she was already this scale, like just in her previous story, then Endgame would have been a completely different movie. Right. It would have mm-hmm. been the Dick Van Dyke so, show starring Thanos. Like it was it was that close to 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 Wanda just wrecking like she was one trauma away from being able to completely handle Thanos, you know? So I don't think it's, I think it's reasonable to accept that Dr. Strange is not where you want him to be yet. You know what I mean? Because we need to let Dr. Strange grow. Like it's, we want to see that growth, right? You like to, you like to be shown, not told. Do you want to show, you want to, you want the next Dr. Strange movie to just say, I read all the books and now I know all the magic in the world. God. Infinity War. It wasn't sure. a it wasn't a huge power dump. He was just learning how to use the time gem, really, right? Like, like he didn't he use didn't, it at uh, all in that Thanos fight. I kind of agree with Ricky Learning because he, he did not. Well, well he, he had to hide the time gem first. Yeah, of he all, couldn't but, use it. Yeah, but he used like the Crimson Bands of Sidorak, and he used like uh, the what was it the the and he's still lost. And whatever. And he's still lost. Yeah, and he's still lost, and he's still lost. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like yeah. he, he had more powers displayed than he did. Did he lose though? He, right, he did. did he, have, did he lose, he, or did he know that he needed to lose? No, to the Crimson Bands win. were before before he did the. Weren't no no he he oh the, you're right you're right you're yeah, right he, he did, did the risk before. assessment before it was pre yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was pre rat scenario right that's yeah, that's yeah. a rabbit hole that yeah yeah let's not go there but in any case like I like I I've gotten comfortable with just like let's let's let them. Let's let them tell it. Why be in the rush? We're always sure. in. The rush. You're always like this. I need this next week. You know, like and it's like, eh. If I don't get it by that movie, well, I promise you, you're gonna get an explanation <laughs> of why Doctor Strange and Wanda are hanging out together by the movie where they're hanging out together, and that's what that's what I'm fine with. Like, do it in the movie. You know what I mean? Like, have have the TV shows be nuggets of cool. This enhances your experience, kind of thing. But don't have them be like, this was what you didn't watch that show. Oh, now you can't understand this movie. You know what I mean? Like that's not how they normally make their movies outside of, outside of the Infinity War and Endgame thing, which was a, a whole weird, necessary I mean, thing. You know there's I mean? a lot of that though in this show. Like, if you just watch WandaVision outside of any other MCU content, this is a, definitely a, a weird show. Uh, for sure, but it's also giving recaps that you would never see on a regular show. I saw Thanos in the recap this week. That was nuts to me. That blew my mind. That it was like, oh yeah, we'll just pull in a Josh Brolin, you know, cameo in the recap. No, fa- no face though, but you did no, see no, Thanos. No, no face, yeah. But I'm just saying, we saw Aaron Taylor Johnson a few weeks ago. You know what I mean? Like they're just ripping scenes from their multi-million or billion dollar like making movies and just putting them in as previously on and i I just think that's super cool and so so i don't mind if the show tells its own story about grief and and has a nice beautiful ending and it doesn't have dr strange in it you know what i mean like it it doesn't have to it post credits is fine post credits is fine or not fair or not at all. Yeah. Or not at all. As yeah. long as, I, I think what they're going to do, though, is probably reset Wanda to her state of grief that she was in um, at the funeral. In Endgame because it would need to be able to, you'd need to be able to watch it without having seen the shows if they're catering, 
catering towards like casual viewers or filthy. Yeah, yeah she seemed like she was in an okay place at the funeral in Endgame. You know, like she. <laughs> I think like it was like her- the calm. It was the calm before the storm, right? Like grief builds up over time. Yeah, she didn't seem. So like I think she- I think she'll be on the other side, but we'll see. She, I mean, yeah, like she was going to take out West Westview in that scene. I didn't get right. I didn't get those vibes. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, and then so we had because well, she, she had it. She hadn't, she hadn't like, seen the body. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you just have to reset the status quo. You're right, Frank. That, like if, if if they can make her sad but optimistic by the end of this, mm-hmm. that's where we want to be. Right, that's, that's growth. That's growth. Yeah, that's yeah, growth. That'd be, that'd be fantastic. This is me advocating for the normies for once in my life. Yeah, and if and then if Doctor Strange and 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 uh, Hawkeye show up to save all the women from all the bad guys, that's even better, right? Like that's even like because oh then they God. don't they don't have to do any of the work, right? They can just put their feet up. <laughs> You're not touching this. This is why I'm advocating for them not if showing up on the show. Man. You're gonna cancel us. I'm gonna cancel us. What am I doing? Oh, Lindsay, stop making those faces. Of, she's she's gonna not commenting on things. Did, did you watch the documentary, Frank? I did not. The behind the mask. Oh. I, you know, what's the Leslie funny, Vernon. Okay. Leslie Vernon. I watched so, it actually the other day. This is hilarious. Um, so you guys were talking about behind the mask. And I put it on shutter as, as I normally do before I go to sleep. And behind the mask was playing on Slashix. So I watched yeah. it. And I'm yeah, like, oh, okay. I watched it too. Yeah. So I didn't, watch I, watched the cor- I didn't watch the correct behind the mask. I watched yeah. the one I wanted to see. Yeah. <laughs> and it was good. I will um, agree it's good. We probably got to get going soon. Do you want it? Do you want to look at the bingo really quick? I mean, it's kind of silly, but let's like, just take a glance at. Let's do, do the thing. Do the thing, Ricky. Ricky's potential win. Do the uh, thing. This is the part in Multiverse Bingo where we look at our bingo cards and realize that nothing actually changed from the previous week. And it's looking more and more like none of us are actually going to win. I might. I have a. Ricky has the best chance only if the name Natalia Maximoff gets named. If she gets named, Ricky takes the whole thing. Uh, for us to win, oh my God! Y'all made it's it just, too hard. It's just yeah, yeah, we went we went too hard. We learned a lot uh, when we do Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We're gonna put like words like the. <laughs> we're, we're gonna make our, our card card. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that would be good. I think, or I think the letter count e. some of these though, as long as they're like mentioned, like mutant. Aim. Like yes, R- Lindsay, you can, you can exactly. get a, a clear you, win right there, Lindsay. We could count them if they were mentioned. They're <laughs> no, not. No, but like be. there's illusions. There's illusions. Well, you, you wouldn't count the Grim Reaper helmet. I would give you that one. I would. I would count Aim because of the Beekeeper in like the second or the first episode. Uh, and, and the hexagons. I'm just kidding. Arguing. Woo. Mm, yeah, I, Frank's at, Frank's the same. Yeah, if we could get a Mephisto, like I'm, I'm good to go. Yeah, hey, Frank, you have a decent chance here, but I, I don't uh, yeah. think I'm going to get uh, Alkima. I don't think I'm going to get Mephisto or Aim. Now, three years from now, when we find out that Mephisto was actually behind it all, we will retroactively <laughs> oh, give you the yeah, prize. Yeah. yeah, I will save these and take these. The prize, the unfortunately, is a fresh pizza. So three years from now, that might not be good. That's fine. <laughs> I feel like the yellow should count. Um, the, the the yellows i think it's it's on the burden the burden's on ricky to uh see fight for his yeah I, I mark when I mark. when magneto shows up next week i'm gonna get a double win nice so when 
when I put Mac- Natalia Maximoff, that's the name of her mother in the comics. Now, the trick is, is they decided in the show that her mother's name is Irina Maximoff. Dude, that counts. No, it doesn't. It yes, doesn't. it does. Because there has to be a reason they chose to change her name to Irina. There has well, to be a reason. Because, okay, because well, Black Widow's name sounds too familiar to that, and they want to not confuse people. Let's say uh, let's say Pietro is the fox uh, Quicksilver. He is a mutant. That, that right, would I get mutant. that? So if they, they got to say the word mutant, they keep they keep pussyfooting around it, but they need to just say the word mutant and just be done with it. Rip the bandaid off. Yeah, it's the I love you of the MCU. You just can't yeah. <laughs> can't pull it too quick. Elephant shoes. But, yeah. you know, who knows? <laughs> who knows? It was fun. It was fun when we got the Bova. I mean, yeah, Bova was, was there. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't looking good for the Re- first. Couple remember weeks. when the show had all this potential? <laughs> Ricky, you want you won in my heart. Clark, you Yay. said I, you said I mean they showed her mom and she's not going to call her mother Natalia. That that is true, but like, what if her grandmother or what if the the lineage one, Clark? What if the lineage in is reveals that the Scarlet Witch is actually born to someone named Natalia? I don't know. I feel like if the if Natalia doesn't show up, man, Ricky's not winning. Fair. It's not winning. What's new? Yeah. <laughs> We're all going wins. down together. We're all, all going our down. <laughs> all are punished. We're You're all just not going allowed to down. win. That's what yeah. it boils down to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless Ricky can argue it next week. It's it's yep. it's done. Next week is Ricky's time. No, unless they pizza. unless Natalia Maximoff comes in and be like, I'm the I'm real mom, yo. Yeah. You should just do a, a vote in the chat next week. Oh, that'd be great, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's not a bad idea. We can see. Clark votes yes. Um, I think we should probably get going, guys. Uh, this was yep. this was fun. It was it was the weird episode where it's like, okay, you just took the the, I think as Mikey put it, you put the, you took the wind out of our sails, uh, with a lot of a, a lot a lot of theories got shut down today. Uh, it's still fun. Like I said, like we like seeing, you know, all the art direction and all the visual consistency. And, uh, we, we like seeing a whole episode about serious, you know, issues going on. There was good in there, you know? So we'll see, we'll see how this goes next week. Uh, I'm not, I'm not holding my breath. The visuals are great. I think that's their strong point. Like with the sailboats and how I mentioned a couple weeks back and the giraffe and, um, yeah. Just all the all the animals and the symbolism that they use uh, that that's fantastic. I think all that. If anything, even if the show turns out to be a big, you know, punch, white vision fest, um, <laughs> it'll it'll still be cool in that it made some good visuals for us. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. It's yeah. brave. I appreciate them. And it being and brave. it's entertained us for the last few months, you know. So hey, good job. Yeah. <laughs> But description's paying off. Yeah, but I think let's let's wrap it up uh, before we go. Is would anybody like to share where people can find you? I know Lindsay's got it there on her uh, little nameplate. Yes, C Cal Soda. Come check out. I have arts. Look at my arts. Ooh, check out my arts. <laughs> you can really find annoying. her on on Instagram and uh, Twitter. And yeah, she's drawn for fun, and uh, that's how she's keeping herself entertained. When she's Is there a meaning to the Seacow Soda? 
or is it just? I like. Uh, don't get me. Don't get me canceled. No, it's. Uh, I've always had a weird affinity for manatees, and the soda is for fizzy headedness. Ah, oh, that's cool. Is the is the girl with the rainbow colored hair? Is that like a Caldeo, like a human Pokemon Caldeo? No. Okay. No, Never she's mean. just a she's just a girl with crazy what rainbow a nerd, hair. Frank. I know, and I, I I was taking a risk by saying it, and I knew I should have just not said anything and just be like, I like. Yeah, it. I didn't. I didn't rainbow I'm Dash. That one, sorry. Rainbow Dash is great. No, oh no, it t- totally wasn't a joke. It was a reference to Pokemon. Frank, so, um, where can people find you? <laughs> usually on PSN. I'm playing uh, GTA right now. I'm about to play uh, Chaos Head. Uh, which is an all Japanese game, so I'm really testing what I know. Which and, and how can they find you on, on uh, PSN if you want them to? Oh, Frank a girl on PSN, uh, Frank a girl on PSN, uh, uh, Xbox Live, and uh, I want to say Twitch. Man, when we blow up, you're gonna get so many. Yeah, fans. You're gonna get that's a mistake. Yeah. It's gonna be nuts. Don't give and people then, your PSN. And then Ricky, where can they find you? Uh, Ricky the Nerd on Instagram. That's where I post most of my stuff. And yeah. Awesome. And you can find me on Denix Media at Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, Facebook. Uh, did I miss any? Nope. All the things. fans. I think I got it. Uh, Only no, fans. that's I use a different name on that one. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, thank you, Lindsay, for joining us and for coming thank on our show. Me. Thanks to the audience uh, for tuning in. It, uh, it was it was a little weird not having you in our audience, Lindsay, but uh, we still had some great people asking good questions and, and, and giving us feedback and stuff. And uh, yeah, for anybody who enjoyed this, whether you're on, uh, you know, you're listening to us or watching us, please remember to like and subscribe. And, you know, you can find us on Patreon. That was the other one. See? Oh, Patreon, yeah. Patreon, Denix Media as well. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you for watching Den Excelsior. See you next time. Bye, guys. Leaders.